What's going on, Gym Bros and Gym Girls? My name is James. And I'm Adrian, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of Gym Bro Talks. So today we got a really special guest. Her name is Granny Guns. You might have seen her on your social media. Uh, she is such an inspiration, so we are so happy to have her on the show today. And I think you guys are going to be really inspired by her story as well. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode. Granny Guns, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Let's let's talk about your fitness journey and, and how you kind of got into this industry. Well, I am 66 years old. I am a bodybuilder officially. I have been in competitions, uh, two competitions last year when I started at 65, competing, that is. Now I started exercising at about 58. I've never been a weightlifter or anything like that in my whole life. I mean, when I was a teenager, I was a swimmer and a diver and was somewhat athletic. But um, as far as this kind of field, I started at 58, uh, probably due to some self-confidence and eating issues and some physical handicaps and just gotten healthier since then and really started getting into it about four years ago at the gym. And here I am now. Grand Grandma of Bodybuilding. Apparently, I've been called that several times on TikTok. No, that's awesome because we don't really see that type of content much on TikTok. So it's amazing that you know we're kind of seeing this type of content, and it's very inspiring because this is how I want to be when I'm, you know, at that age. Because I think it's it's very important to keep your health up and, and keep those keep active, right? Um, how would you say you know working out has benefited you kind of in terms of health? Uh, physically, I, before I started, I was having issues. Uh, I have a small farm and a couple of horses, and I would walk down my field, uh, down, down a hill to the field and walk back up, and my knees would give me problems. Um, they would hurt a lot, and I just uh, decided that I had to do something to get a little bit healthier. So definitely the exercise and strengthening the muscles has helped a lot. Um, also, changing my diet and eating a healthier diet, you know, clean and uh, protein and fresh vegetables has improved my health significantly. Along with, you know, some of the eating disorders I had and the exercise just keeps me physically fit, mentally fit. And, um, I mean, with the food, I, mean, I feel good most of the time. I mean, I might be 66 and I have a little, you know, I have some aches and pains, but... I get past them, I have a lot more determination now than I probably ever did. So um, it's very inspiring on, uh, on sharing that uh, uh, on behalf, you know, mm -hmm. uh, starting at a late age, because um, I resonate with that. Maybe, maybe not as much. Um, I, I started, you know, lifting, uh, you know, like, like early 30s when I started lifting. And then I've been lifting mm -hmm. since. So not mm -hmm. in the quite same stage as you, but... I understand. No, you got a ways yeah, to go. Yeah, I've got a ways to go. <laughs> You're right. I've got, but I do understand that uh, uh, lifting at a, a slightly higher age uh, does lead to its, uh, you know, disadvantages versus, you know, when we're when we're like in our 20s or in even before our 20s when we can get away with a lot more different stuff. Um, so, what was the first age? When, how old were you when you actually first began, you know, lifting weights? 58. I was 58. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, what was that like for you? 
It was difficult. I did a lot of cardio back then and a lot of uh, HIT uh, exercises. And it was, but then I was younger and I was able to do a lot more cardio and, and get my respiratory up. Um, and I did trim down a lot. Um, and then I started, you know, it, it got to the point where it was so good that I had to find something different to do. So I kept, except progressing into something else and something else and getting into weights and, and doing more weights and getting, actually getting a lot stronger. Um, building up the muscle helped with the knees and, and all the joints. It helps make you stronger so that actually the support around the bones and stuff. So the joints don't hurt as much. I mean, they do. Yeah, it's been eight years. Um, I am. My body is going to deteriorate over as age as I age. But I think I am countering that with a lot of the exercise that I'm doing. And even now, like trying to like getting warmed up in cardio, it takes me a while. But once that blood gets flowing and everything gets moving, I'm great. I mean, I can, I can, can just, I can just go, and push as much weight as I can, and that's what I do now. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, that's really, really awesome. And I have, uh, you know, there are studies, researchers out there that has suggested that muscle hypertrophy right now is a a maintenance level for a lot of individuals who are, you know, up in their 40s, 50s. And especially now when you said you started lifting at 58 years old and you were a, a, a competitive mm -hmm. bodybuilder, that really resonates with myself as well because I want to do exactly what you're doing um, in this age. I am, I am a, a competitive bodybuilder myself uh, at this moment. My next season, I just mm -hmm. finished my season uh, last year, so I'm probably going to take a couple of years off mm -hmm. in the off season and then I'll probably consider competing at 2025 again. Um, so this is something mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm, I'm very, very excited for you and that I really, really want to know uh, a little bit more on the competitive bodybuilder side. You know, how old were you when you first did it and what category did you actually build on? Well, I started, the, my first competition was last April. It was, it's all natural, OCV. Uh, we had it here, it was local to Pittsburgh, so it was close for me. Um, I did train with a trainer to learn how to pose uh, and to, um, you know, get a routine together because under wow. a women's, there's, there's, there's one of my trophies. There's one of my trophies. Beautiful. I, at first uh, competition, I brought home four trophies. Now, I competed in um, women's physique, and I was in an open also. Uh, there were, I think, three or four other girls. Now, obviously, unfortunately, I was the only one in the 60 and over female. So I got first place there. But then where there was the 50 and over, there was a couple competitors there. Uh, and then there was the 35 and over. So I competed against some of the younger girls also. Um, I may not have placed first in those categories, but I still placed. And, and it was an experience. It was... It was, it was a little nerve-wracking at first because it was my first time, but um, I really enjoyed it, and I enjoyed um, getting up on the stage and actually with not very many clothes on, which was really strange for me. I'm a little bit shy. I always have been, but um, actually getting up there and actually doing the poses and the routine, it, it was a new experience. Then the second time was in October, and of course I felt a lot more comfortable at that competition um, it was a little bit further away from home, 
but uh, I knew what to do. I was a little bit better. I was more relaxed at it. Uh, I did not have as many competitors, but I still brought home three more trophies. So it's great to know that somebody my age could go out there and actually be in that kind of physical condition, get up on stage, be able to do a routine, get cheered on. Even the judges said how I had progressed from April to October and actually built some muscle. They were impressed with that. Uh, hopefully this coming April I will have even more muscle because I've been working really hard over the winter to bulk up a little bit and build more muscle. So we'll see if I can impress them again in April. I'm hoping to. And um, that'll be the next competition for, for, you know, locally for the OCB for the natural physique. And that, that's what I'll compete in. I was trying to get a pro cart, but obviously the first time around, that's not going to happen. Uh, these girls I was competing with, they had competed before. So they were a little bit better at it than I was. But I'm still going to try. I'm not going to give up. That's awesome. I'm very persistent. Um, I, there is something I do agree with you, and uh, I think there's uh, there's this thing that I I really really preach. Uh, bodybuilding is an old man's sport. I've talked about this before, um, and you know, as the older we age, the more maturity we have in our muscles, and it gives us uh, mm -hmm. the muscles gives a little bit more of a of a harder definition look. So I think you're 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 definitely. Um, you know, have a very good muscle maturity, uh, which will give you uh, a, big, a bigger advantages than uh, slightly of the younger, maybe early 20 competitors. So uh, I do have confidence that you will definitely get your pro card. It will happen for you. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it'll definitely happen for you. Uh, I'm very, very confident in that. And well, now so. the second thing is um, that I'm very interested in, uh, as we age, the you know, our bodies mm -hmm. will respond differently according to different loadings, weights, and programming. Um, so what I think our audience would probably right. want to know, you know, what would, what would be, you know, your go-to split right now per week? Um, well, I work legs, believe it or not, even though I don't have a lot of definition in my legs. We work legs. With, I, my son works with me and trains me um, twice a week. Wednesdays and Fridays. We do uh, cardio usually one day a week. Now with the Arnold coming up, the Arnold Festival coming up at the beginning of March, we're going to start doing more cardio to try to lean out a little bit for that, um, for that festival. Um, so I've got a month to work on that. So I'll be doing a little bit more cardio. I do cardio warm up and cardio cool down. Um, we'll do more for that uh, festival. They also, I also do chest and tries. Um, back is one of my favorite areas. Uh, work back and biceps. I actually did that last night. I work shoulders. We work the whole body. I mean, we try to get it all in and actually do legs twice a week because obviously that's the hardest place for me to build muscle and to build strength. So they need a lot of work. I don't have a lot of definition there. Obviously, my upper body, everybody knows me for my arms and my shoulders and the guns and um, that the definition is there. Um, but I need to work on more definition in my legs, and um, I think I'm getting there. I've, I've got m a little bit more there and definitely some mass there. Nice. You know, uh, Granny Guns, I, I, I totally wish my mother was like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, so you guys are around the same age, but I think my mom has a tough time, you know, really step, like taking this first step and in getting into the gym, and, and I've been, you know, really trying to tell her to get into the gym for a really long time now. 
Um, what would you mm -hmm. say, you know, for the people out there, what, what would be an advice you'd give them to, to really tell them to, hey, you know, it's not too late, step in the gym now? Oh, it's never too late, obviously. I mean, I was a little hesitant when my son wanted me to go to the gym because I had worked out at home for the first three, four years. I worked out in my living room with videos and, and worked with um, Beachbody, and I did a lot of that. But then I got to the point where it wasn't enough. I had gotten to the maximum benefits out of those CDs that I could possibly get, and he said, well, you should go to the gym because they have more equipment, and I was a little hesitant about it, but once I finally tried... And it doesn't matter who else is there. I mean, I, I don't care about the other people or what they think about an older lady they're exercising. I'm there for mm. me. And now you can't keep me out of the gym. I mean, it's part of my daily routine. I have to be at the gym every day. If I don't go, like on a holiday, it's like, oh, my gosh, I missed <laughs> the gym today. It's almost addictive, but it's yeah. a good addiction. You know, it's healthy. Are you in the gym seven days a week? Seven days wow. a week, yes, except for holidays when they're closed. <laughs> yeah, I go after, I have a daytime job, and I go after work, and that's, and it's actually a great stress reliever also. Um, if I have a lot of pressure during the day or I'm really frustrated and I get to the gym and start working out, I forget all about that, and I feel so much better at the end of the day. When I'm walking out of that gym, I'm glad I went. Even there's days I don't even feel like, I, like I'm really down and I don't want to go, but I do it, and then when I get out of there, I'm so glad That's I did. Amazing. And I'm, because I feel better mentally and physically. I bet. I bet. And and and, and it's, it's amazing that you know you decided that you were going to start content creating, because I think that spreads mm -hmm. a really good message for everyone. Um, how did you get into content creating? Uh, well, my son, he's pretty good on the phone and cell phone, and, and he suggested it at the very beginning. And he started filming and, and doing some, you know, takes of me at the, at the gym, doing my different exercises. And it really caught on with people that, that I can do what I can do, and I can look like I look at the gym. And people, like you said, are inspired by that. Even people at the gym have come up to me and told me, you're an in, such an inspiration. And that just gets more people mm. motivated and gets them to the gym and gets them going, keeping going to the gym. Um, because if, they, if I can do it, they can do it. Anybody can do it. I mean, it doesn't, age is not a barrier. It really is not. I've seen a lot of younger kids at the gym. I've seen a lot of older people, even people older than me. And they say I'm an inspiration and they just, that's why they're there. So they're getting healthy in the end, and that's a good thing. Everybody should do something, I think, to stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, honestly, this is the, uh, you are you know, one of the bigger inspirations that persons I've actually ever met. <laughs> uh, <laughs> doing something, a sport that I personally do myself, and, and mm -hmm. actually achieving those heights is is just very mind-blowing for me. So I'm kind of like out of words right now, but <laughs> there is something that I do want you, uh, if you could share is, because it's something that I, I personally struggled as well. Um, I've always grown up no, not being the biggest guy in the room, not very, not very athletic. 
uh, you know, due to a lot mm -hmm. of you know, my life and how I was, I was brought up uh, back in the day. And then, so what was your first struggles when you actually start touching those weights in the gym? Oh, I don't know if I had any struggles. Like my son would say, pick it up, you know, <laughs> say, push harder, push harder. So it, it, you know, and me, I have always been one ever since I was a kid to do the best that I could do at anything I was doing. So actually, personally, now, even now, I still push myself to a max just to, to see how much further I can go. Um, see how much stronger I get. I really didn't have any hesitation. I mean, I started out with light weights before I got my body conditioned, and then I progressively picked up more and more and more, and I'm fairly strong right now, even for 66 years old. That's actually really awesome. And by doing that, you know, you, you, you progressively least up. And then the other thing is, you know, about bodybuilding or any about health and fitness. And you did mm -hmm. mention also that, uh, you know, you were lifting weights and then you were also, you know, eating right as well. And we all know mm -hmm. bodybuilding or any sort of uh, just being in the gym comes with, you know, nutrition. Mm -hmm. um, so being nutrition, oh, um, there's a lot of individuals who are in the sport who you know, really like uh, uh, mm -hmm. desserts, mm -hmm. correct? And one of your most well-known um, recipes are your granny gun cookies. Are they, is that what they're called? Or am I naming it wrong? Correct me if I'm wrong. Granny's, yeah, granny's cookies. Yep. Cookies. Yep. You yeah. got that right. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So uh, I love them. Okay. I love seeing them. Uh, they're absolutely awesome. Wish I could taste them. Yeah. I wish I could taste them too. And, uh, they look huge. They're in they're, they're, they're like a... Well, we'll get some addresses. We yeah, can send you one. You can like try. The my fist. They're huge. They're big. <laughs> yes, they are. All right. Why don't you, sh uh, like, I would like to ask, you know, uh, how, how many flavors are there? <laughs> well, right now we have five out there. Uh, the chocolate chip we started with. We have a peanut butter, uh, a snickerdoodle, which seems wow. to be really popular with a lot of the people at the gym. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, we also have, uh, we had started one over Christmas, which I called a Christmas cookie, but it's te technically a peppermint nice. with white chocolate, which is really awesome. Uh, and then finally we have, at someone's request, we have the s'mores. So those are the five we have right now, but I am still experimenting with new flavors. All the s'mores are good too, Adrian, they really are. The snickerdoodles are so popular. The peppermint with the white chocolate is is like phenomenal. It's, they are um, obviously people start with chocolate chip and peanut butter because they feel those are safe flavors. But once you get into some of the other ones, they are awesome, absolutely awesome. I mean, I've eaten them all, and I I think they're great. I am in the uh, processes, and I'm thinking about expanding. Um, uh, the next one I think we're going to try is a chocolate mint chip. Um, and we, I have a couple other ones in my mind, which I'm going to experiment with actually this weekend and see how they turn out. Um, we do have those five flavors available. Um, they are on my website, on my bio, and there is a link for ordering them. Um, so, and we, I've gotten some orders. I, the website just went up the other day 
and we've got orders so I'm going to be making cookies this weekend and I just kind of retired basically from my daytime job so that I can do this full-time they'll all be handmade and shipped out with labels and ingredients we're trying to do this officially I have an FDA uh, registration food approval with the Food and Drug Administration so it's all on the up and up and very sanitary very safe Wow. So, Speaking yeah, of labels, my, my cookie business is about to take yeah, off. Yeah, I wish that too. And I think you're going to do really, really good. It's yeah. going to be really competitive uh, to a lot of uh, competitive bodybuilders. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, they're going to really, really love it. And But speaking of labels, um, what I'm interested in, uh, mm -hmm. what are, let's per se, like the, 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 the chocolate chip flavored one what are the the, mm -hmm. uh, the 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 ingredients of it or like do, can you share on the you know ingredients or maybe per per cookie well, or whatever the micro generally the, the the ingredients are there are there's no whole wheat flour in there it's all oat flour coconut flour almond flour um, there is uh, obviously whey protein there is a casein in there also um, a little bit of butter I mean it's not bad um, we don't use sugar, we use Truvia, you know, sugar-free brown sugar, and like depending on the flavor, now like you're going to have a little bit of chocolate chips. They are 30-some grams to 40 grams of protein per cookie, so actually there's two servings in a wow. cookie. Um, now for bulking, these ones are great for bulking. Um, they are a little bit higher on calories. Um, the fat and the carbs are up there, so it's a great pre-workout or post-workout treat. Um, obviously, you get the boost before your workout, or you get your carbs and your, your um, glucose and your protein after the workout. Uh, one of the other influencers I has given a couple to told me he took one before workout and after workout, and they were great, and they work great for him. So, um, and they are so tasty. I mean, they are delicious. Um, as far as, like I said, no sugar, there's um, just the 30 to 40 grams of protein per cookie. So actually, you really should, I mean, depending on how big and bulking you are, um, you know, split the cookie in half. For some of my other fellow people at the gym, I tell them, you know, eat a half at a time because they're not, you know, bodybuilders like us. But, um, and in the summertime, we're going to come up with something smaller, a little bit lighter on the, the um, carbs and the fat for cutting, like little swoles is what we're going to call them. But we'll have the different flavors, and that'll be good for people for, that are cutting. These ones are great for bulking, though. And um, like I said, there's plenty of protein in every cookie. I mean, they are That's something awesome. else. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. For, for this uh, this thing to be official. <laughs> so hey, if, if anybody uh, wants to look at the Granny Guns cookies, uh, Granny Guns, if you could send us a link, we'll post it in the description of our you know our social media. And if you guys want to take right. a look at there that. is a link. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Send that to mm -hmm. us, and then you know we'll post it. And if you guys want to eat those, cookies, I you guys will definitely want to eat those cookies. So uh, just check out that link. Oh, they're delicious. <laughs> They're delicious. I, I wouldn't just say that they are good. They really are. I was I was surprised how good they turned out when I started making them. Did you them. create your own recipe? They're like just or, awesome. Or did you get it from? Uh, yes. You create your own yeah. recipe. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. What kind of uh, protein powder do you do, do you guys use for those uh, cookies? Well, now we use different right. flavors for awesome. different cookies. Now, like like the Snickerdoodle has a cinnamon. 
um, has a cinnamon whey protein in it. The um, chocolate chip is just vanilla. The peanut butter obviously has peanut butter whey protein in it. Um, let's see what else. With the um, Christmas, the, the peppermint swirl, we use a gingerbread because we started at Christmas mm. time. And uh, add a little bit extra seasoning to give it a little bit more flavor than they are. They turn out so good. Um, the snicker or the s'mores has um, just a regular vanilla protein in it also. And then, like I said, we do add like the whey casein in there for consistency, and that's the extra protein also. It helps build the cookie. It's, they're like crunchy on the outside and real soft uh. and gooey on the inside. You, you, you microwave them on, in a microwave on medium heat for 15 seconds, and they are phenomenal. That is amazing. They're delicious. Yeah, they're warm, and they're crunching the outside. And Adrian, yeah, I know. I can see you just can't wait to get one. <laughs> that's, the way, that's the way to eat them, though, and they are great. They really are. Wow. You have to try them. That's a, that's a really, really big one. Um, so besides cookies, uh, it's probably going to be one of your specialties in making cookies. Mm -hmm. um, is mm -hmm. there any other desserts that you are considering or looking into? Oh, my mind is working. I'm thinking on some other things. I just haven't come up with anything just yet. We're, we're trying to get the cookies off and running, and once we do that, I'm, I'm thinking about some variations on a few other things. It's, it's there. It's rolling around in my brain, <laughs> yes. We're probably going to keep it there, so we don't want to spoil it for yeah. everybody. <laughs> you know, we just... Well, no, I don't have any permanent, yeah, I don't have any solid ideas yet, but they're there. I mean, they're there. I'll, I'll come up with something for sure. Yeah. So the, uh, the, the cookie part is, um, number one, it sounds very, very delicious, and uh, I really hope it really picks up for you. And even though uh, I would even hope that uh, you'll be able to make, uh, you know, really great connections with uh, the bodybuilding uh, community and even have... Uh, part sponsors in those uh, competitive shows. Therefore, you could you know have our own booth mm -hmm. uh, in one of the expos uh, just before the shows or post shows, mm -hmm. and you know get your cookies really well known. Everything you've been telling us, it's it, it sounds very very beneficial, not only for the general population in terms of you know health and fitness, but it also shows a lot of big benefits uh, even to the natural bodybuilding community. Uh, which I'm very, very grateful for. Mm -hmm. We really need more individuals like yourself. Mm, I agree. Yeah. I'm going to try to make some cookies to take enough with me to the festival, the Arnold Festival, so we can pass them out and or sell them, uh, pre preferably sell them because of all the bodybuilders that are there. We get them interested, we'll be doing good. Then the, the market will really pick up. That's awesome. That's the plan anyway. Yeah, and, and since we're on the topic of, you know, nutrition and cookies, and uh, I wanted to ask, I was, I was kind of curious, do you take any other supplements other than protein? I, I take some multiple vitamins for sure. Um, I do do a pre-workout every morning when I get up and do my abs every morning. I do a pre-workout then and BCAAs. Um, also, before I go to the gym, I do take some pre-workout with um, my favorite drink is Ghost, my couple flavors there, um, and I mix it in with uh, the, the orange or the Swedish fish, where it just happened to be my two favorites. 
Um, but I do take a pre-workout before I go to the gym. And then, of course, after the gym is when I have my whey protein in. And what I do is I make an ice cream out of it. And I have a bowl of ice cream and take my nighttime vitamins with my protein ice cream. So, yeah, I, I definitely take protein and some supplements wow. all day long. And for the protein... Yeah, I make ice cream, James. Yeah, it's really good, <laughs> I too. I it is. Oh, my goodness. And so... You get a good, tasty whey protein and make some ice cream out of it. It's, it's wonderful if you like what ice cream. What is the cream. secret recipe for the ice cream? Oh, you can't have a secret recipe. <laughs> um, but basically, basically, I use almond milk. Um, I use um, the whey protein, like a scoop or a scoop and a half. Um, sometimes a little bit of extra, like vanilla or something for, for flavor. Um, uh, I do add a little bit of like war gum and um, uh, xanthan gum for right. thickening so that it thickens so it's not like a milkshake. And ice, and that's it. It's, it's very simple, actually. Throw it in a blender, mix it up, and you get a nice big bowl of ice cream, and that's wonderful. And I, have, I use my different whey proteins for different flavors, so I get a variety every night. Never get tired of one or the other. I, I always have a variety. It's wow, great. that's so exciting. It's my, that's my end-of-the-day treat. That's my reward for the day. <laughs> yeah, so uh, something curious for throughout the day uh, meals, so like cookies, like desserts, these are uh, you know, considered uh, maybe post-workout or, and as you said, the end-of-the-day treats. Um, what I'm very curious right. on, uh, you know, your, your, your actual meals throughout the day. Uh, so in the morning, you have your pre-workout, uh, which uh, uh, caffeine mm -hmm. is also another thing that I really want to ask you uh, afterwards. But the, the, the meals throughout the day, you know, how many meals do you actually have a day and, you know, what, what are they usually? Um, I usually eat about, usually only about three meals a day. Um, and in between, I might snack on a protein bar here or there. I do like my protein bars. Um but in the morning, like, I'll eat eggs and spinach. My favorite things are uh, vegetables or spinach and mushrooms. And I always have my egg whites and, you know, egg, uh, spinach and mushrooms and things like that in the morning. When I'm at work, and that's after I get to work and I start functioning. So I kind of have, a, like, a 12-hour lapse in between my meals from, you know, nighttime. If you get into that intermittent fasting kind of thing, I am at least 12 hours in between meals. Um, then I have, um, I always have some cauliflower is another one of my favorite vegetables, um, with, with some spinach and, um, actually some cheese cause you got to have cheese on cauliflower. Uh, then another meal would be a protein like ground beef, lean ground beef or chicken with, again, I like my spinach and my mushrooms and my cauliflower, mix it all up. I, and I microwave everything, um. And that's pretty much it. And like I said, if I get a munchie in between, I, I munch on a, um, protein bars if I'm not quite satisfied between meals. And that's pretty much it's my very, diet. Very simple. Uh, I like how like simple and consistent you are with the uh, you know the macronutrients and just everyday stuff. You know mm -hmm. that has you know proven to you know long last, and it's very very you know doable, very very easy as you know you make at least you make it sound. Um, the the other thing is when I'm just going to jump back to the caffeine part is because uh, I can speak from personal experience uh, where you know at being a personal trainer you know in person trainer for the like the longest time 
we kind of rely a lot on you know caffeine just to get through the day with a very high energy level. Um, so for yourself, you get up in the morning and you have like your ghost of pre-workout, and then um, no, no, not, not in the morning. morning. No, no ghost in the morning. Um, that's only before I go before to the gym. Go to, and that's the only caffeine shot you take for the yeah. day. Well, the BCAAs um, have a little bit of caffeine in the morning. Um, but then through the day, I drink water with, with non-caffeinated water flavoring. I do drink water all day long. Then before the gym in the evening is when I have my ghost with my pre-workout. And that's pretty much it. Do you find yourself... Uh, yeah. So I may have two doses of caffeine during the day. Maybe only two doses of caffeine during okay. the day. Yeah. Uh, do you find yourself, you know, wanting to, you know, up the dosage or even finding that it, you know, some days, you know, the caffeine shot isn't like, it, you know, hitting you as well? There was a time when I used to drink Diet Coke all day long. You talk about a caffeine addiction? Yeah, I had one. Yes, definitely. Um... The, what broke me was I had a couple years ago, I had to have some surgery, so I had to go into the hospital. And they didn't have Diet Coke. And that's where I got weaned off of it. And I had to start drinking water. And because when I came out of there, the stuff tasted nasty, because I hadn't had it for like three or four days. And they said it wasn't healthy for me, so I started drinking water with, with some no dye, no caffeine flavoring. And I've been drinking that ever since. So no more Diet Coke. Every once in a while after the gym, if I'm dying of thirst, yeah, I might pick up a bottle of Diet Dr. Pepper or something like that. But I don't even drink the whole thing. Mm, that's good. Um, and I, I wanted to dial it back to actually the BCAAs because you said you take uh, those supplements. Um, do you find it, it's pretty effective and it's pretty helpful in you know, muscle recovery? Or what, what else do you, do you find you know, it kind of helps with? I think it is, it gets me moving in the morning. I mean, even though it doesn't get into my system right away, I mean, I take a few, um, I take nitric oxide and beetroot oh, first thing in the morning for, for my exercise. I do take that first thing. Um, then the rest of my vitamins are just kind of like, you know, like for muscle building or the L-carnitine, some fish oils for my joints, uh, basically multiple vitamins for just my general health. Um, uh, but the um, I don't think that, that that much caffeine really affects me that much because it's only like, well, actually, there's two scoops. I make two glasses of it, but it, it all gets mixed together along with some liquid vitamins that are in there also. So um, I do need the vitamins. I do need that just because of my age and to keep joints and skin and hair and all that stuff working and growing and keep it healthy over... Uh, all day long but I don't I don't think I would miss it if I didn't take it because I don't think that's what keeps me going it's more in my mind that I keeps bet. me going I bet and it's it's definitely working you know because you look you look very young you don't look your age at all so that's amazing I do take like this is mineral rich um, actually my um, my uh, uh, poser, when I was training for competition, recommended this. Um, it's a mineral supplement. You only take like a shot of it. Mineral Pure. You can get it online. 
from Amazon. It's not very expensive. Um, I take like one ounce of that in the morning because it's like a concentrated mineral supplement. Um, and it also supposedly, her words were that it keeps bloat down. So when you're getting ready for a competition, if you have any bloat, abdominal bloat or whatever, mm. if you get into the liquid versus the vitamins, it, it uh, keeps the bloat down and gets it down. And also this is the liquid vitamin that I use. I just take one shot, one capful of this with my BCAAs. And it's a multiple supplement with all kinds of natural stuff in it. I mean, and, and actually it mixes well with my green apple BCAAs. And that was the other thing that she recommended to me when I was um, training for my competitions. That's a big cap. And it worked. And it worked. That's I'm a sorry. big cap. Well, yeah, but you're going to mix it in a glass full. It's not bad, actually. It's, it, it's, it's, uh, it's very green, but it tastes good. It doesn't taste bad. Yeah. That's very awesome. So uh, <laughs> now I want to really want to dig, dig your mind into this a little bit. D dial back. If you see yourself when you're 30 years old, what would you tell yourself when you're 30? now achieving that you have I right now. I should have done this back then. I should have done this back then. Well, now, when I was 30, I hadn't had my kids yet either, so I wasn't even thinking about that. Um, when I was 30, I was working on a farm. I was taking care of goats and horses and dogs, and I was physically active. Um, it's too bad I couldn't have uh, gotten into this back then. But, um, yeah, life is what it is. You can't go backwards. Can only go forward. Absolutely, I do agree. And there's nothing wrong with starting. I'm no, sorry. I do agree. I do agree. That's what I would say. I would say to me, to myself, um, when I was even like 18 years old. I, you know, we can't do that. Mm -hmm. But what we can do is, um, like, what we, you know, what I was actually hoping was something that you would share with everybody that's listening to this podcast or even watching this YouTube. You know, what will you do when you now have the time? If you have the time, make the most of it. Because you can't go backwards. You're right, you can't. Make the most of what you have in front of you. Because all our time is limited on this planet. But if you make the most of it and do the best you can, and I mean, even if you've made mistakes in the past, Go forward. You will feel so much, you'll get more satisfaction out of it. If you move forward, you progress. I know I have. I do. I mean, I've had a lot of trauma in my, in my life as I've been, you know, with my two husbands. And um, I've had some really, really difficult times. And it has made me stronger over the years so those things had to be there for me to get to where I am now and that probably helps getting me through you know pushing through the exercise and stuff because I have become mentally stronger and if you're mentally stronger you can get physically stronger um, it's it's all in your mind set um, there is I mean if you don't want to do it and you, you just don't feel like it or you're not motivated I mean, it, it boils down to the individual, what's inside, what you want to accomplish. And you can do it. All you have to do is be determined to do it. 
I, I've done it, and if I can do it at this age, I mean, I can't say any, anybody out there can do whatever they want. It's all in your mind, though. It's, it's your mind over your body. You can accomplish anything that you want to if you put your mind to it. And, and that goes for anyone. It doesn't matter what age you are. I mean, you can do it. You can start. You can accomplish things. It's just, and you just can't give up. I mean, there are people I know out there that do give up, but I didn't give up. And I haven't given up yet. When my body says quit, I'll quit. But until then, nah, I'm not quitting. That's very, very inspiring. And I think that is the biggest word of wisdom for anybody who actually sees you. Um, I know it's easy to say it. Um, anybody can say it. But it feels different mm -hmm. if you've experienced something different and then say those words. So it feels different from somebody from, that comes from you versus somebody who comes from, you know, if it comes from me. <laughs> yep, you haven't gone through what I've gone through yet. But, you know, we go through things in life and it, it teaches us things. And hopefully we learn from those things in, in life. And hopefully we get stronger, become better people. That's what life seems to be all about. It's experiences. And you learn from your experiences. And most of us, those of us that want to progress and get better, that's what makes us stronger and keeps us going. There's your quote right there, man. Yeah, that's, we're going we're to post that on TikTok. On that's the your shorts, quote, man. Instagram Reels. That's amazing. I love how you have such a positive outlook on life. And that's something I really strive to learn from. So thank you so much for that. Oh, you're quite welcome. Wow. Uh, I really I enjoyed this. Um, she really satisfied a lot, of, a lot of my questions on how she kept uh, you know, driving forward, no matter the age, no matter her obstacles, anything that just threw in her way. You know, she was brought up to be a tough kid. And now she's growing to be a tough woman. Um, even striving, you know, as, you know, James said, you know, as we're, as, you know, my, my parents are up in there. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. My dad is like 70 something. My mom is getting up there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish they're doing what you're doing, but, um, you know, coming from an Asian background, they're, they're, they're just not determined that way in exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. it's just, they're from their upbringing that's just not there. I wish though, but I think you've shown, uh, you've brought a very strong message, uh, which I will share to a lot of people, you know, about being very determined and very single-minded on one thing. And, and I think you, what you really quoted well was, if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. That is so true. It is very true. I'm going to make my mom watch this episode. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, she can do it too. Yes, you can tell her. I said she can do it too. There's no doubt in my mind. She just has to get there and get started. Yeah. Once she gets started, she'll, she'll find out it's not so bad. And you don't have to worry about what other people think in the gym. You go there for you. That's what you go there for, not for anybody else. Yeah, I think that uh, that's really – because that's the main part of it is even though you started at 58, years old, when you started your first mm -hmm. weightlifting uh, uh, journey, you, you also had a personal trainer with you. It wasn't your son. It was your son or was it My your son. personal trainer? 
Well, no, I didn't. I had a personal trainer later on. I started working out at, at home, like I said, with CDs, and I was doing beach body routines um, when I started at 58. Um, then when we started going to the gym, um, about three going on four years ago, um, we, we, my son suggested maybe we should look into a personal trainer because he was kind of getting tired of training me. And I did get a personal trainer, and he only lasted about two months. And actually, his he got me fat. Oh no! Um, he had me on he had me on a diet that was not good for me. Too much fat, um, too much food, and with the exercise that I was doing with him and the training, it really did not push me at all. And actually, he kind of dropped me. Um, because he said he had another job, and now I see him at the gym where I go now, every day training people. Um, yeah, all kinds of people. But, um, yeah, that personal trainer, he did not work out, no. Actually, the best trainer I've had is my son. He has taught me a lot. He came a long way when he started. He was not physically fit when he started, and he got himself into great condition, and he's done a lot of research on exercise and diet and uh, doing food plans and stuff he has done for other people and himself and me and that's how I got to where I am now I owe it to my son because he's actually been not only my gym buddy but he's my trainer he's my coach he, he helps me with the med media he does everything he's he's wonderful he's helped that's me out awesome. a lot yeah, one thing I actually wanted to mention for you know the some of the audiences that are watching or listening to this episode right now is that if you are looking for a trainer, it's actually very important to kind of do research on the trainer beforehand, right? To make sure that you know this trainer is yes. actually you know number one knowledgeable, number two you know at least a, a nice enough person because um, when I started personal training uh, at the gyms, um, I only had a two month personal training certification. That's all the knowledge I had. And they threw me into the gym to start training people for $90 an hour. And, you know, mm -hmm. I would say it's not that fair for the people that I've trained. Obviously, you know, it's good that they were there because it helped me grow as a trainer to learn and, and be experienced. But also at the same time, um, you just have to make sure that this trainer is actually knowledgeable because they really only have two months of knowledge. Mm hmm yeah, actually, the other day, and not that I want to be a trainer, or maybe I could be. I don't know. I've got enough experience uh, lifting and doing the exercises. But I, I was doing flies on the bench, and next to me was a, a man, and he had his son with him. And they were doing um, triceps uh, extensions, and they were doing it so wrong. I watched them do four rounds of it, and I'm like, oh, my God, i got to stop these guys <laughs> because they're going to hurt themselves. And I did. I went over, and I showed them how to do it. And he was ever so grateful. You know, they did one set each, and then they quit. Must have worked those triceps after all. But I thought they were they were going to hurt themselves because of what they were doing. I, I couldn't help myself. It was just bugging me. They were doing it so wrong. But he was grateful because I saw him at the gym last night, and he waved hi to me like, okay, like, I'm okay. So he was he was glad for the advice. That's me. Yeah, is it? <laughs> she does uh, like the stuff that I would but do. I'm, I'm not saying I'm a trainer. I'm just <laughs> saying I noticed that it was wrong, and I didn't want them to hurt themselves. So 
I couldn't help myself. I had to let them I know how to do it. I just hate it. I just hate seeing it. And then that's why I can't work out at uh, at large corporate gyms right now because then I just, you just mm-hmm. see people doing very, very – I can't say stupid, but I can't say that <laughs> word. You just see people doing, you know, very, very dangerous things. And then, you know, you just can't help yourself. And then right. you just can correct them. And once you start correcting them, you spend the entire hour and a half correcting other people and you forget your own workout. <laughs> oh, well, no, I didn't do that. I corrected one exercise and that was it. <laughs> then I went back to my own. And they walked away anyway, so I must have, uh, must have made an impression. Have you, have you? They must have felt that tricep. Have you ever experienced mm-hmm. a time where you tried to uh, correct someone's form or help someone, but they kind of end up going like, hey, you know, like, let me do my thing? Yeah. You have? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't, I wouldn't interfere with anyone too much to do that, but I, I can't say I've had that experience. I don't normally step in, but I had to because he was teaching his son the wrong thing, and I don't want to see his son get hurt either. I mean, he was only maybe like 10 or 12 years old. So if he's going to do it, let's teach him to do it the right way. I don't know. Do you have any uh, other questions for Granny Guns? Um, I'm very satisfied. With I'm very satisfied yeah. with today <laughs> as well. very, my heart is filled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, well, yeah. good. This was a good yes, session. Marlene, do you have any questions for us at all? Just give me your addresses so we can send you a <gasps> no cookie. Way. So you can try them. That's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> you can't wait, hi huh, Adrian. What kind? Of, when you just have to tell me what flavor you want, so I know. Ah, uh, I don't know what to pick. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so so there's you said there's uh the chocolate chip chocolate chip uh the chocolate mint chocolate chip, is coming butter. along it's not quite there yet it's still in an experimentation mm-hmm. peanut, peanut butter, butter snickerdoodles sorry say that again snickerdoodles a snickerdoodles and snickerdoodle and, um peppermint yeah. with white chocolate and s'mores i really want i really want a uh either a peanut butter one or a peppermint one I would. My wife loves s'mores, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try that. Yeah, yeah. My okay. wife likes s'mores. Right. She likes. She she'll like all of them, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I think one of her favorite is gonna <laughs> is gonna be either chocolate chip or s'mores. That that's gonna be her favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you're married. Okay. You just think about all your right. spouse. You never think about yourself anymore. <laughs> well, you can share. Like I said, there's two servings and a cookie, so you can split yeah. it. No yeah. problem. She'll probably have like a two-thirds of it. And I'll have like a third of it. <laughs> no, cut it and run away with it. Run away. Leave the room with it. That way you get it. <laughs> we'll go for that, yeah. For okay. sure. Perfect. So that I guess that'll wrap up the uh, episode for today. Thank you again for, for your time, for uh, the opportunity uh, to come on and let us uh, interview you. Mm-hmm. So, again, that was an amazing episode. I think a lot of people will find it very inspiring. Um, uh, we've, we definitely found it very inspiring. So thanks again. Thank you for having me. Awesome, guys. So that is episode four of Jimbro Talks. Thanks for joining us again yet for another episode. Yeah, we are going to be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you guys could leave us a rating, we would really agree, greatly appreciate that. And also, we are on YouTube. So if you do like our content, please leave us a like, subscribe to our channel, and comment if you have any questions. And if you guys want to get those cookies, make sure you check the link in the description. See you guys next week. Peace. (laughs) Also, like, for coaching, right? Um, Yeah.